0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Uh-Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. What's going on, Nick? Man, what another great, beautiful day, right? It sure isn't here in LA. It's been very fucking hot lately, man. And it's been an inferno out here, not gonna lie. But
1: today is actually pretty cloudy, so can't complain, ah, you know? That's good for filming right there. It makes everything, you know, nice and balanced, all the light, instead of those harsh shadows on your face sure it just sucks when it's like
0: not that much cloud so the sun keeps coming in and out
1: that happens every time we film in florida yeah that's that's florida weather you know i've actually been checking the temperature between la and florida and although temperature wise it's been maybe five or six degrees colder here cooler i should say but it's still warm as hell uh over there it's been what like 99 98 over here it's been 90 91 but the humidity from florida makes it just or if not hotter oh yeah for people that either never been to la la weather is amazing because during the day it could be very hot so you could enjoy the beach you just the only problem about enjoying the beach is that the water is very cold but it gets nice and warm. So you can have a dope pool day or, you know, just have some fun out in the summer sun. And at night it still gets to that 70, maybe high 60 weather. So that's amazing right there. Florida is hot all the time. It could be 10 o'clock at night. Your balls are sweating, drenching, horrible. You got that ass mug. You basically got your AC running all year long. Yeah, for sure. But winter time's amazing out here because it doesn't rain and every day's clear and it's not cold at all it's like still it's literally the best time to go to florida yeah
0: for sure sorry guys if i'm a little slow today i just woke up um (laughs) nick just called me and i realized we had to record it oh before we move on too bro can you believe that our last uh episode got 96 percent average consumption really Bro, that's
1: high as fuck. Wow, that's that's really good. Wow, holy shit.
0: Yeah, like, it started with like, you know, 48 and then, I guess, 50, which is still pretty good compared to, you know, even smaller videos that we put out on the internet where people sometimes only watch 20%, 30%, you know? Right. This is 96, bro. That's pretty
1: good. And this is like over 45 minutes long half the time. Imagine we, like... A year from now, we just fuck. We just say like, "Fuck it." I mean, this isn't gonna happen. We just say, "Fuck it." No more doing sketches. I'm just gonna be a fucking Joe Rogan, and do podcasts all the time. <laughs> it is a lot easier. Not gonna it's lie, so much easier, bro. People don't understand the amount of work that goes into these sketches. They don't know how much we put into this. It's crazy. Yeah, it goes right over people's head. It really does. That's for sure. It like for somebody to sit there and just say, "Oh, this fucking sucks." It's like, cool, I get it, there's gonna be haters out there, but you don't see the amount of work that people, it's it's kind of like a professional athlete. You don't see the amount of hours that LeBron puts in. I saw this meme that's been going around recently about Kobe Bryant. He apparently used to wake up at 4.30 in the morning, have his workouts at five in the morning, conditioning for about an hour, an hour and a half, have his stretching sessions for 30 minutes, Then he plays basketball for two to three hours. Then he has another stretching session, resting session. Then he shoots, I think, 500 shots. So he's done playing basketball or practicing by about 1 p.m. every day. And he has the rest of the day to do whatever. But think about that, that, bro. Think about waking up at that time just to get shit done. It sounds exhausting. It does. But if you want to be the greatest, that's just what it is. Yeah, did you hear about Mark Wahlberg's uh, schedule? No.
0: He has a list. It's actually online. He has a list, and of all the things he does in a day, bro, like he has like literally no rest. It's like every fifteen minutes, he has something on a list of what he has to do next. He has his
1: day planned out to the T, bro. That's insane. But look at who he is, Mark Wahlberg. I try to do that, but sometimes. I get good at it for like three weeks and then I slack off a little bit for a day or two and that that completely fucks me up. I don't get how it doesn't get in the way of
0: his schedule though with the movies and stuff. Because not every call time is the same. You know, sometimes sure he has he a call time at noon. It. I guess, but he's known to like really be religiously on that uh list, bro. Like he will get every single thing done within a certain amount of time. So I don't know how how much, I don't know how he has all the time to do all that, bro, basically. I'm,
1: I'm sure he works around that list. Like, he still gets the shit done, but he just works around his shooting schedule when he has to shoot. If you're getting paid millions to do a movie, bro, you're going to do that. You're going to adjust. You know, that's what these people do. They, they can adjust. Be like water. Does he have a girlfriend or a wife? Uh, I don't know. Good question. I don't know half these people's personal lives, honestly, like if they have girlfriends or wives. Does Dwayne Johnson have one? See, I'm confused. Dude is an amazing entertainer. And he does, but I feel like he'd definitely be going out there, you know what I mean, and doing his thing. I definitely feel that way. He has daughters, right? He does. He does. He's a very good father to them, too. How do you know? Well, that's what Instagram portrays. It seems like he
0: is. (laughs) Maybe he's not, you know? Yeah, because if you look at Instagram, everybody got a wonderful fucking life. Yeah,
1: everybody really does have a wonderful life. But I mean, no one seems to be depressed. No No one seems to do bad in their life. And that's the thing, bro. That's why depression is so high nowadays. Because we, as human beings, getting online and going on instagram we compare our lives to other people's lives and we're only seeing the best version of their lives including our own you know we're content creators so we're only going to put stuff that we like out people tend to judge off of that and that's where the depression kicks in yeah don't
0: compare your lives to other people's lives guys you both have separate shoes okay you both have different lives and then a lot of times i mean i do get caught in that web too and a lot of times I have to remind myself like hey you know everybody got their own time even though someone else could be doing better than you right now yeah there's going to be a point in time that hey that might switch around it doesn't even necessarily got to switch around you could just do better you know not really compare your fucking tower to other people's tower don't knock other people's tower either
1: no definitely not
0: just build your own fucking tower as high as you can make it and hey everybody else will be looking at you as an example as an inspiration
1: and at the end of the day you don't get anywhere especially out there in hollywood in la without connections it's all about connections
0: it is but with the internet world bro it's slowly becoming a wave to not even need connections anymore
1: Sure, because sure. you're
0: you're straight. You're going straight to the source now. You're going straight to the consumers. So as long as you can build a fan base and deliver the product straight to the consumers, you don't need anybody to connect you to them. Like back then, you always needed someone like a studio or like a record label to connect you to the audience because there was no way of doing it. Now, since there is and you have direct connections, the middleman is pretty much eliminated. I feel you on that. The reason why they're valuable right now or why they would be valuable is if you didn't have a a connect to your audience or if you didn't have an audience, period, and they could build you up. But that's going to cost you because by the time you get out of that contract, you're going to be in
1: debt, boy. Yeah, but I feel like even beyond that, it goes into what I mean by connections is once you get to a certain level you have to outsource some of your work or build a team you know what I mean so you have to be able to connect with people you have to be able to feel people out and really trust certain people to put them in certain positions so they can grow your company grow your brand you know what I mean we eventually right you're right right now we kind of do all our work but imagine if we had uh, other editors imagine if we had other writers to sit with us and help us do some of this stuff you know what i mean it will become way easier now we're able to use our time to really just be on set and really direct make sure that they do the first cut we could do the final cut and that's just what it is it becomes way easier you know what i mean building that team building that trust yeah we'll be able to do a lot more hey do you have music playing in the background wow i just
0: uh realized i do yeah you asshole <laughs> that's gonna sound so bad in the recording
1: oh my what god what do you think this is bitch <laughs> i just realized that
0: oh my god i'm all like where the fuck is that shit coming from god damn it i'm
1: all over here closing my windows and shit <laughs> that's hilarious yeah, sorry guys. It's because I was writing and I had some Mozart playing in the background and I forgot to turn it off. Sorry guys. So from Sunday to Monday, I only got
0: two hours of sleep. And the day before, I only got like five hours of sleep. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, bro, was so exhausting for me. What did you do? Well, Saturday night, I was editing a video for Quay, the Beyonce one, if you saw it. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. Bro, it was so hard editing that video why because it was shot on a fucking alexa i thought the computer could handle it but it apparently can't so i had to edit that whole video frame by frame
1: oh no way
0: yeah not only that but quay was like right next to me and he brought like three people over to watch me edit so i had a fucking audience bro
1: oh (laughs) that is horrible
0: so i was like i was facing technical difficulties and at the same time having people witness me dealing with everything and you know
1: yes yes come come this is the greatest editor i have ever seen come yes watch his work that's
0: what it seemed like (laughs) because he was explaining for me like no usually usually it's a lot faster he cuts kind of like you know it's he cuts it at the perfect timing to the beat and i'm like today
1: he fucking sucks (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) a lot of editors get discouraged by it but for me like since it's some type of pressure it makes me i guess like perform better i would say Plus, I don't think, like, because a lot of people, a lot of editors think that if there are people uh watching them that, oh, they're going to learn all the fucking secrets and tricks or whatever, no. you know, but in my head, I'm like, bro, like, I've been doing this shit for so long, it's going to take them a real long time to really know what the fuck I know, not yeah. to, like, fucking, you know, toot my own horn, no, but...
1: No, no, 100%, bro, it's something, nobody could just sit there. I mean, sure, I've, I've sat with you in edit sessions and learned a lot of things, but there's... You move at a certain pace, I'm not gonna distract you from your creative zone, you know what I mean? And you know what you're doing, you know what I mean? It it gets to a level, you have this creative input. It's not just about, oh, I gotta cut here and put this here. You have a feeling for some certain things, for certain cuts, for where this should be here, and there's certain things you can't really ask a why because you've developed yeah. this creativity that just flourishes through you in your edits, so.
0: Yeah, because a lot of it is based on how it feels.
1: 100%. Because
0: sometimes I do get other editors to, you know, cut something up for me, like even as a rough, and I'm like, did they feel that this shot wasn't right, like- sometimes i feel like they're super logical like what makes sense oh we got to go to a wide we got to go to a close-up we got to do this we got to do that it's very logical it's not like if it's calling for a close-up it's calling for a wide you know i literally let the fucking video speak to me and then from there i fucking do what it wants to do right
1: hey I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm very guilty of that on the last edit <laughs> for the evil poop <laughs> I did no, the, that wasn't
0: as bad there was only like two performance shots that didn't seem right
1: i did the first cut for the evil poop sketch and i sent it over to marty but i just got so tired at a certain point because the way that we we have like the system that it's very organized you know what i mean so to get that organized it takes a little bit longer but at the end of the day if you ever go back to that video you're gonna know exactly where all those things are so that's why i just organized it a certain way did a quick little first cut and send it over to you you did your magic and it came out pretty good i like the way it it came out yeah yeah
0: it's got almost a million views on freaking tiktok right now
1: wow that is amazing still haven't posted anything on tiktok Oh, wait, no, I think that's another video. That one got like 100,000. still. I have a lot of followers on TikTok. Well, not a lot, but I mean, I don't use TikTok and I got 400 followers.
0: Yeah, bro, you're slacking. The only reason you got followers is because I'm tagging your bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: sorry that I created the video as well, Marty.
0: But uh, anyways, uh, I, I got done like around three or four o'clock in the morning that night. I started at 8 p.m., so it was a good while, bro, and then I woke up kind of early because my sister woke me early right? for some fucking reason, I don't know.
1: And you couldn't go back to sleep?
0: Yeah, I couldn't go back to sleep, and then that same day, I had a shoot at 8 p.m., and bro, we stayed there till like fucking 3, 4, 5 in the morning, too. Wow. I got home. It was like around 4.35, and then I had to fucking wake up at 7.
1: Get out of here.
0: Yeah, to go shoot with someone at 8, 8.30 to be exact, in Studio City.
1: Bro, I wanted to see what you looked like that day. This
0: last shoot on Monday, bro, I was a zombie, dude. I was so fucking exhausted, bro. Like, I, I don't know how my body was still up. Yeah, that's insane, bro. So, yeah, on Tuesday. No, even on Monday after I got done with that shoot, um, I came home, took a few naps. Even then, I was still tired, went to sleep kind of late. And now I guess I'm back to normal. Are you, though? I mean, I just woke up. What time did you go to sleep yesterday? What time did I go to sleep? Not, not that late. It was around midnight.
1: Okay, that's good, then. Yeah. That's good.
0: I, I think that's my goal is to go to sleep at least, you know, midnight. I agree. I don't want to go past that
1: yeah same it's a good goal right it is bro sleep is very important i was actually listening to this podcast about sleep so important super important you have to get seven to eight hours of sleep the older you get the less sleep that you get the less important amount of sleep that you get because that deep sleep is what really rests your body i hate people that
0: brag about not sleeping bro yeah like
1: bro shut the fuck up
0: your body needs sleep stop acting like you're a fucking 24 7 hustler man yeah we get it you work hard but yeah. well, you need to sleep motherfucker fuck that i enjoy my sleep How am i gonna output 100 percent of my fucking creativity if i didn't get enough
1: sleep bro when you sleep you grow too man like that's what really downloads all the information that you've had throughout the day when you don't get enough sleep it doesn't give your brain enough time to really process all the information that happened you're less likely to remember it that's another scientifical fact for your ass and then i shot something
0: yesterday Like a little music video, but it was like more of a storyline. And then I'm going to shoot again today for Marlon, Mr. Webb.
1: What about your next video, man? You dropping that this this weekend?
0: Yeah, maybe Friday or Saturday. I I do want to shoot another one, maybe Friday. My goal is to like at least have something ready every single fucking week just in case I can fucking cast it real quick. And then boom, 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 get to work. Right. Yeah. Bro, it's really not that hard if you think about it. To like have all this shit done. You just got to schedule it in and really be useful with your time. Yeah. I mean, the hardest thing, bro, would is is to basically get
1: props, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Well, scheduling everybody at the same time, depending on how many people you have. I don't think it would be that hard to get three people. Because I'm Marty and I got clout.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> that is not the reason. And plus, I don't have clout. I'm just saying, like, there's... I know people already... I already have people in mind that I know would be totally down for for this concept.
1: Well, but at the same time, it's not that you you do have clout at the end of the day. You know? Like, you have a, a certain aesthetic. Bro, can we
0: please clout, not say that word? I fucking can't stand that word, bro. It's so
1: fucking overused. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Marty. Sorry. Sorry, Bobby Marty. <laughs> Don't Marty. ever say I have clout, you bro. You have clout, Marty. Well, no. the, what I mean by that is that, like, you have a certain aesthetic that people love you know what i mean people like to see it's like a filmmaking type of vibe it's not just an instagram type of video so people want to work with you they they see that it's very professional that's what i mean by clout not like a i'm popping and shit like that i feel you on the whole misuse of the word everything becomes misused after a while like remember the word swag and then nobody uses that shit anymore yeah god damn
0: bro i hated that shit
1: yeah or the word lit oh still say that shit everything bro everything is is over even the word bro who doesn't use the word bro nowadays bro's pretty common though like
0: bro's okay is like it? bro is a short yeah it's a it's a short for brother
1: i i feel you but still
0: a- nah bro bro's totally fine <laughs> nah bro bro <laughs> <laughs> bro come on bro Yo, can you believe I spent like $50 or $57 to be exact on a water bottle? I got obsessed with this one company called Hydro Flask. It's such a good bottle. I'm not here advertising for them, but I'm just so like obsessed with this bottle, bro.
1: I have seen them before.
0: I put ice in this bitch and it stays cold like all day long. Really? Yeah. And it's so convenient to like sip on the water too because it has a straw like it feels good you know it feels right
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) i I never felt this way towards a water bottle before you like sucking on that straw huh come on nick let's not go there bro what are you talking about your mind always gotta go i said you like sucking on the straw now you're
1: thinking dirty
0: man why you gotta say it like that bro i just like drinking it from the bottle how about that Nah, but you said you like the way that straw feels. Bro, I like the way it's, like, you know, built. Uh-huh. Man, let me take a sip of my water, dog.
1: Yeah, sip that straw, boy.
0: <laughs> I feel like this podcast
1: is going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're providing any value right now to the people. All right, so, I mean, at the end of the day, we can cut all that shit off and really say something. Or they would love it. What was the first scary movie you've ever watched?
0: Um, I would say The Ring how did you feel about it bro that shit terrified me yeah yeah i watched it with you know some people like some friends and stuff and like everybody was freaking out because we're all kind of the same age and we're all brought up the same way in church like ah fuck it let's be rebels out here and and watch a scary movie so we picked out the ring and bro i had nightmares bro honestly after that like scary movies don't really scare me anymore yeah because you know how it's made I became so desensitized to them. It's hard for, for a scary movie to like really terrify me now.
1: Yeah, but they have some good ones.
0: They do. But, I don't know. For me, it's not that same feeling I had when I was younger, you know?
1: Well, yeah, no, because when you're younger, you, you're way more inclined to believing a lot of this stuff. And you don't know how, much, how it's made as far as filming goes. So, you don't have that knowledge So nowadays, I feel like it's more of a curiosity than anything when I'm watching a scary movie. You know what I mean?
0: Holy shit, I just thought of it. I do remember the last time I got scared for a movie. It was uh, when I thought Paranormal Activity was real. Bro, somebody told me that that movie was like a real documentary. And I was like, oh, fuck. Damn, they must have caught some crazy stuff on on tape. So me, still in high school, was curious about this movie because everybody was talking about it you know and when i started the movie i was by myself at the house and i was watching it with headphones and like literally thinking that this whole movie was real as fuck like caught on tape type of movie you know but i was terrified and then i did research on it and then obviously found out that you know it was a fucking scripted movie right but i decided to pass on that information to our friend larry who happened to uh think that the movie was also real when he watched it. And then I told him it was fake. But the way it's shot, it seems like it's real footage. That's why you can believe that is real.
1: Was it you the one that told Brian that it was real as well and then he watched it? Yeah. <laughs> like basically our whole friend group. Do you remember that they they played a prank on him too? What prank? They would go around the house and Feet, like the the windows and stuff like that oh yeah we used to do that all the time bro after he watched that movie we used to
0: fucking scare him bro we went up to the roof and started making fucking noises and shit and he didn't he didn't know we were home you know sometimes we would we would arrive home and like we wouldn't tell him because he would still be in his room and then sometimes we would just bang on his fucking window or like stomp on the roof and like move shit in the kitchen and hide back in the room like bro he got so scared at some points man it was so fucking funny that's
1: hilarious isn't that fucked up that like we love to see our friends suffer why do we like that (laughs) like it's like oh yeah you're gonna suffer at your expense i'm gonna laugh
0: i feel like the closer you are to a person the more fucked up you will be
1: (laughs) it is it's so fucked up it's almost like if you think of animals right like dogs or, or cats or even lions and wolves, when, they, when they're when they playing, they're literally beating the shit out of each other in a sense. You know what I mean? They're biting, grabbing, scratching each other. So it's almost in the same way us humans, we like to see our friends suffer. It makes yeah. us happy in a sense. It, not, not that we like to see them suffer in life, but I don't know. We just like to see them get hurt. You know what I learned the other day?
0: I heard that, like, when dogs are playing around, they kind of sneeze. I don't know if you ever noticed it. Like, they kind of sneeze to, like, tell you that they're not serious.
1: I feel you. My dog does do that a lot. But is it really or is it just because you're... Yeah, I mean, this is this is what I learned on the internet. I don't know if it's true or not, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: like, it makes sense because, like, when they are actually aggressive, they don't fucking have any sneeze,
1: I'm sure. I heard Donald <laughs> Trump's a lizard. I, I learned that in the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: shit what can you trust on the internet nowadays oh
1: man yeah that's what i was gonna well even besides that i was gonna say that we don't fucking know shit about dogs we want to sit here and think that we know shit about other animals we don't know what the fuck they're saying we wish we did that's a fantasy that's a human fantasy but we don't know we would love for them to know or, or for us to know what they're saying but we don't you know who does know god
0: i mean yeah sure obviously but caesar milan you ever heard of him that rings a bell He's a dog whisperer.
1: Is it the one that used to be on Animal Planet?
0: Yeah, he had a show on there. Yeah, he would go. Wait, wait. Hey, hey, he would, like fucking like almost kicked the dog, but like he wouldn't really kick the dog. He would like kind of tap him on the side to like on his weak points, I guess. Bro, he would like literally hypnotize these dogs, bro. He would make them do anything that they want. Sometimes they they were too much of a problem they bark too much or they attack the other dogs or they they're like some type of fucking issue happening you know and it's usually because of the owner and he would come in and fucking train the owner to train the dog because he would address the dog directly sometimes fix the problem but by the time he left the dog will go right back to his old habits because of the owners so he would actually train the owner on how they should be treating the dog and, you know, a lot, bro, believe it or not, there's a lot of owners that let the dog control them. Oh, yes. 100 Isn't that crazy? Like, how the fuck are you going to let your pet control you? Like, bitch, you're a human.
1: Yeah, I hate going to somebody's house and their dog is barking up a storm and they don't tell their dog to shut up.
0: Yeah, they just, like, ignore the fact that they're barking.
1: Oh, just say hi to them. They just want to say hi. No, no. Train your dog like kids bro it's uh, i imagine those people having kids and they're gonna have kids that are juvenile delinquents and oh just let them they're boys boys will be boys he's out there stabbing people
0: speaking of which man when i was a little kid man i used to do some evil ass shit man to animals i'm not gonna lie and i feel bad for it too me too but you know what i think that's more of like our culture bro because i feel like americans didn't do the same shit that we did in brazil while we were little kids
1: sure but i also feel like it's generational as well this generation even in brazil isn't as much the same people like of
0: our age right now when they were little kids here in america they wouldn't do the shit that we did what's what's something really bad that you did when you were young shit man like one of the things that i'm not gonna say the the worst thing but one of the things i used to like love doing i don't know why it's such an evil thing to do bro fuck i feel bad for just saying this shit it's like putting salt on like the back like of a frog or something or like a snail i guess that would like burn them or something right it caused a chemical reaction I, damn i feel horrible bro but it's so fucked up because sometimes I, I run across like facebook videos of like grown men bro like mistreating animals and i'm like damn you st- you're fucked up because like as little kids you don't really know too much i guess you like you you do know right from wrong but you're a fucking little kid you know so you sometimes you're bored and i don't know i think there's logical explanations for it like why we did what we did but if you're a grown fucking adult still mistreating animals like that you got fucking problems because right now i get pissed when i see that shit bro especially in brazil bro not fucking telling saying that Brazilians are all fucking bad people but i'm just saying like our culture in Brazil like there isn't much to do you know so like little kids they fucking go with slingshots try to fucking kill birds and stuff just for the fun bro
1: i think that's any south american asian and even european culture honestly i feel like the children are more evil <laughs> out here we're more i guess they're more bored because- Bro, because at the end of the... It's not even that. It's just the way that animals are looked upon in pets. You know what I mean? Like, out here in the United States, bro, I sleep with my little chihuahua. That would never happen in Brazil. That would never happen. My dog literally sleeps with me every single night. And she knows it. She literally begs to go on my bed. Yeah. But that would never happen in Brazil. The dogs stay outside. They live outside. They would never go inside of the house.
0: Yeah, my dad used to tell me, like, when I was younger, like, in Portuguese, obviously, but saying that... um dogs weren't meant to be kissed they're meant to be petted you know because i would always want to like kiss my dog but like that's so common but in brazil it's like not as common it's like you don't fucking kiss your dog you just pet your dog right
1: people people don't really look at their dog i mean nowadays i feel like it changed a little bit more but i mean i feel like even in the asian culture bro because oh yeah no that's even worse it's bro i've seen some videos of them literally in china torturing dog oh my god yeah no over there is bad
0: it's horrible yeah
1: i hate watching that you hear the dogs screaming as they're getting like boiled alive it's horrible oh
0: my god i don't even like talking about this bro like i can't believe this shit is still happening i just saw a video the other day that uh the real tarzan posted where like um it's like a fucking tradition where these people uh, bring up like the dolphins to shore and then there's like other people waiting at the shore, like wait, like ready to kill them with the knives and machetes and stuff. So it's like all these dolphins like getting suffocated and and fucking getting murdered. That's horrible.
1: I just uh, saw that Spain, the Supreme Court of Spain just made suffering of bulls or the torturing of bulls illegal
0: about time goddamn
1: yeah for bro because apparently there was a certain festival even besides the bull run because that's a whole thing but even besides that they had this festival where they would literally just kill the bull as a tradition damn humans are fucked up
0: bro we're so fucking evil yeah we are especially little kids bro i feel like all kids are somewhat evil bro I don't know why I think that, but I just see certain actions, and I'm like, only an evil person would do some shit like this.
1: I feel you, but at the same time, there are little kids that are different, bro.
0: I guess. I guess it's the way they're brought up, too, because, bro, like, think about it, like, immigrants, right? Us, for example. Like, our parents, like, they're working their ass off, like, a lot of, like, majority of the day, so we have a lot of time sometimes at home after school where we don't do shit we're not doing shit you know so we we want to do something and i feel like a lot of these like boredoms create those type of activities
1: yeah a lot of boredom when i was younger created a lot of um pornography (laughs) issues that's (laughs) that's really what it created oh yeah i remember the summer of when i turned 12 or 13 Oh man, I lived in Boca and I had some some friends, some neighbors. Oh my god, it's so funny because that's where I first started watching porn too. It was in Boca Raton, Florida. Horrible. It was literally like two months of summer. We would all go to my boy's house and we would all <laughs> watch porn.
0: Yo, I had the same experience, bro. We would go to my friend Tyrell's house and like it would be literally me, Tyrell, and like two other like of our friends. Like, the internet wasn't as common, you know? Like, there was still internet, but it was, like, dial-up and shit. It was very slow. So, we would get, right. like, these DVDs or, like, VHS tapes and, like, watch that shit, bro. And one time, I don't know if I told you this story before, but we were all, like, watching porn at his house. And, like, his mom, bro, like, just started unlocking the door. Because we were like, kind of somewhat be prepared, but, like, we didn't really expect her to be, like, out there so soon. So, we, right. we locked the door... Like there was like two locks, one at the top and one on the doorknob. So she was like unlocking it and I'm like, we're like fucking desperate trying to pause the, or like, you know, take the, take the video out from the TV and shit. And I'm surprised she didn't hear it either. Cause
1: like it was pretty loud. Did you not get caught or did she just give you guys the blind eye? Cause what is she really, what is a woman going to say when she walks in on like four or five kids (laughs) just looking at porn? It's a very uncomfortable feeling for her too. So maybe she's not going to say anything. Maybe she's going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend like I didn't hear or see anything. She was pretty
0: strict, though. So I think she would have said something if she was like, you know, if she knew something was up. I'm just happy she didn't turn on the TV because I think if we just turned off the TV. But if she turned that shit on, that shit would still be playing, I'm sure. Yeah, there's there were some moments in time like that. But I never really got caught masturbating, though.
1: Yeah, uh, I remember when I was younger. My mom, I think she went to Brazil at the time. So I had the house to myself for a whole week. And (laughs) (laughs) I can already see where this is going. (laughs) I think I was in middle school. And I was riding back home from school, my bike, hitting it, bro. Like happy as hell. The first day that she left, I was like, hell, I had it all planned out in my head. I was like, hell yeah. I'm about to go home, find some good ass videos of Lisa Ann and... I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, so I get home, right? Excited as hell. Drop my bike in the middle of the driveway. rush the house. Just drop. Oh, my God. Oh my you're God.
0: that desperate, huh?
1: Bro, it was horrible. I was like, I was ready for it. I was fiending it. <laughs> Jeez. Hor- I was like, what, 13, 14 at the time? Did you already went through puberty or no? I was going through it, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I don't remember but um so i was rushing through the house just drop my backpack in the middle of the house find the best video i could find and then just crank up the volume in that bitch i thought i'm gonna you fucking crazy (laughs) even if i was by myself i'll never crank up the volume (laughs) i'm gonna enjoy myself (laughs) oh no so so as soon as this is all happening like I already started like I'm I haven't started yet I'm about to start I just find like the the right spot in the video <laughs> <laughs> yo all I hear is Nicholas <laughs> yeah. I look back and it's my mom's friend that oh, she gave the key to no bro this lady let me explain to you this lady this lady is about 50 years old virgin has never had sex or been penetrated before. Wait, what? She is a virgin. How? A Christian virgin. Oh my god! So imagine the thoughts rushing through her head as she sees this thirteen, fourteen, <laughs> horny little boy. Wait, so she's? Did she see the video while you were watching, bro? All I when as soon as I heard my name, <laughs> I. I panicked I panicked I started like I uh, all I knew how to do like I couldn't turn it off <laughs> so I used my whole body to cover the screen <laughs> oh
0: my god
1: while wow, still playing I look like a <laughs> it looks so bad wait so what, what ended up happening I, I I was able to turn off the volume and I just covered the screen because I was I wasn't able to take it off the screen because I was so nervous did you turn around and she saw that you were hell no <laughs> hell no <laughs> As soon as I heard my name, I just like, you know, like it was like instinct. Wait, so did, did she catch you or, or not? Well, she didn't catch me masturbating, but she caught me watching porn. Oh, okay. But she all she did that whole blind eye thing, you know? Yeah. Where she didn't see anything. She just pretended like nothing happened, bro. I was so embarrassed. Oh my God. Bro, horrible. Like this whole masturbation thing. I remember I used to masturbate before I could even come when I was younger. Yeah. I think
0: every guy kind of goes through that. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Because they, they, they discover it at a pretty early age, bro. Like, if you're going to a public school or whatever, I'm sure you're fucking hearing about porn. For sure. So, I mean, as soon as you, like, get curious. Plus, like, you know, I remember um, when we used to go to, like, fucking, like, local video stores and stuff to, like, rent a movie. There would be that section of, like, adults only. And I right. I was always curious. Like, why do why is it only adults? You know, like, why can't kids go in there? And I would just peek through the curtains and shit and I would like see that there's a bunch of naked women and like dicks everywhere. And I was like, oh fuck, this is like a whole different world out here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first time I like I ever actually ejaculated. It was, I thought I broke my penis. It was so weird. I was like, oh my God, what the hell's going on?
0: Yeah. I told my mom, did you? It wasn't like because I was masturbating. It was more because of a wet, a uh, wet dream. So I woke up like, like what the fuck? Like what happened? I was so confused, bro. And then like later on, I realized, you know, because I've heard stories about like you know when people go through puberty, and what happens. Like, and I heard about wet dreams before too. So, I I knew what the, what the deal was. I just like I didn't know who else to tell too. So I just told my mom. Like, mom, I guess I went through puberty.
1: Nobody, in a sense, told you what to do. You just kind of did it, you know what I mean, as a man or as a little boy. And it it's like primal. It's that instinct. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like animals, bro. They'd be humping shit for no reason. It's that Yeah, urge. and then
1: having having that, that phase when you were 13, 14, 15, where you would literally like masturbate multiple times and just getting all that out of your system you know what i mean i feel like masturbating and porn are so bad for you
0: yes and that's a whole different subject right there because goddamn bro like i feel like it's some form of enslavement honestly it keeps you so fucking dependent on that type of dopamine
1: yeah nah, for sure and like, i heard like, like that's all you want to do
0: yeah exactly And and i heard that when you um When you are masturbating it's basically the same you're getting the same dopamine as like doing heroin pretty much it's that same high so it is addicting
1: i mean like think about it bro like it's you're releasing your source of life you can literally create life with what you're releasing everything that you eat is mostly all the nutrients is going to that
0: yeah that's like your body's number one priority is to get that in order first and then everything else and we fucking dump that shit like it's nothing like it's just fucking pee or something Mm -hmm. but it contains so much nutrients that your body actually needs Mm -hmm. shit i suggest everybody at least try not fapping for a little while you're gonna feel very energetic you're gonna feel like yourself
1: a lot more it's hard to break that cycle but once you really do once you're able to not like the the worst thing for you to do and if especially if you're in a relationship is watch porn because that i remember when i was in a relationship back in the days i used to watch porn in the beginning horrible it makes the it makes it less interesting you know what i mean yeah once you stop watching it it makes everything more interesting because you're literally relying on that. You know what I mean? Why would you do that if you already have a partner? Even if you don't have a partner, relying on porn, you're just trying to get that next and next and next fix. And you're thinking like, oh, okay, this is what, what makes me do it now. What's going to make me do it later? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, plus you don't want to be ejaculating all the time because you're not going to feel as attracted to your fucking partner. You know? You want to save yeah. up that chi. You want to save up that energy for the, for your loved one.
1: Yeah, for sure. Or
0: else it's going to get dull, you know, if you do it all the time.
1: Even besides that, I, I feel like the whole thing with self-discipline, if you're able to control that, because I feel like the strongest thing that a man possesses is... His sexual drive. Exactly. So if you're able to control yourself and discipline yourself in that area, what else can you not do? You know what yeah. I mean? You're going to be able to do everything.
0: Yeah. And bro, like once you're on NoFap, for like over 90 days like shit is unreal bro like you are so in with earth that like it scares you sometimes like bro when i went 90 days without fapping i thought i could move objects with my fucking mind honestly yeah it's so That's crazy bro because like when you're in that zone of like you know like after 90 days you feel like superman bro honestly even as far as like, attracting things into your life like you would think of something boom that shit real it is so fucking powerful to like contain that special juice dude
1: that's crazy that you did 90 days bro the most i was able to do was i i think it was 40 41 and i had a wet dream and i was like fuck and then i relapsed on that
0: it's is literally one of the hardest things i've ever done in my
1: life yeah no for sure but it it's a great thing to do even I mean if you feel the urge so be it like as a man but at the same time try to stop yourself like maybe once a week once every two weeks once every three weeks try to do it once a month and then that's how you slowly like wean yourself into it you know what I mean
0: yeah and it bro and if you can't go over a week without it like you know you have a problem you know yeah for sure like you you really can't fucking stop masturbating like you have a problem you are addicted mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so if you could learn that discipline, then I think the rest of your life will be disciplined.
1: I definitely agree with that. Preach, Marty. Preach, brother, Marty. Hey,
0: maybe we should get into this whole subject on another episode. But I guess that's all the time we have for this. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Uh, Soon you'll be watching if there's enough downloads.
1: (laughs) There will be eventually
0: but well, yeah guys i guess uh, i'll see you guys next week here on the uh-oh podcast with nick and Monte. all righty you
1: guys have a great week
0: also guys feel free to rate and review on apple itunes because that will make us go up in the rankings and then eventually we'll get a bunch of listeners and then once we have a bunch of listeners we'll be able to get sponsorships and then that sponsorships will pay for this whole operation and we'll be able to yep. do it seamlessly even though we're already doing it right now. So. We're coming for you BNH. That's what we want. dan you really want BNH to sponsor this I shit. I want
1: BNH, huh? bro. I want BNH. Shit, I'm okay with fucking Hanes
0: sponsoring us. Just give me fucking free underwear.
1: Just, you're right. You whatever. I'm I'm happy with whatever, but I'm just putting that energy out there. I want being H. I
0: would love to
1: fucking wear a brand new underwear every single day of the year. That's very American way of thinking right there, Mario. Oh my
0: god, bro. Imagine not ever having to fucking do laundry again.
1: No, that's horrible. Don't do that.
0: Only in my fantasy world.
1: No, soon
0: it'll be real. Watch. I hate doing laundry so much, bro. I can't stand that shit. So that's why I want to be able to never do laundry again. And I don't like when people do my laundry, so. Why not? Cuz I don't I don't like them touching my underwear and shit.
1: What if it's like your your girlfriend or your wife?
0: Still, bro. You know, I had a girlfriend once and she used to do that shit and I used to get bothered <laughs> by it. I didn't like it. I, I mean, I guess I I could probably get used to it and not really mind so much, but it's not me, bro. You know? I feel you. I'd man. rather just, hey, how about we just buy new clothes all the time and never have to do laundry again?
1: Um, just donate it to Nick donate my underwears to you yeah i'll sell them the fuck this underwear was worn by oh marty ten dollars put that bitch on ebay yeah i'm telling you i'll make a whole business off that shit oh wow we got limited supply only 365 per year <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god
1: all right guys i
0: guess that's all we have that's
1: enough shit for today
0: that's enough shit for today for sure all right
1: here we go let's stop the podcast. Right now stop it. and stop.